I just caught Rowan off guard because she's eating her lunch right now. So I'm going to do most of the talking to start out. We're real informal today. And I'm like, I guess you could say sick. I hate that word. I've been calling it allergies, but I guess I am sick. You're not sick. You've just been partying too much. Well, I don't know, but I don't have a voice. (laughs) Patty's gonna have to do a lot of talking today. Um, anyways, so yeah, I'm Patty. Rowan's here. Um, she's in Brooklyn. I'm in CT. And we are podcasting through FaceTime. So shout out to FaceTime. Any new listeners that we have out there? Um, think they can hear me chewing? No. Okay, good. Um, so... This week, I haven't had a lot going on. I know you have, because I've been vicariously living through your snaps. But um, yesterday was 420. Shout out to all the cannabis-loving listeners out there. Red love is a stoner way. (laughs) So this is the second year in a row that I missed out in the good times of 420. All our friends get together down in the city and have a fun day of just smoking and chilling and eating and drinking. And I was at work. But that's okay. Spirit. You were there in spirit. Yeah, that's okay. You know, there's other more important dates that I had to take off of work for. Namely, your birthday, so. I appreciate you. You're smart. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, yeah, so I just worked out the all day. Um, how was your guys' day in the city yesterday? It was a really beautiful day. I mean, the weather was amazing. We yes. went to... Spring is upon us. Thank God. Yeah. It's like I got a surge of energy yeah. with this weather. Seasonal was- affective disorder is so real. Seasonal depression is real. Is <laughs> fuck what anybody has to say. Like I am a completely different person when the weather is nicer. So that's why I feel like California is just necessary for my soul. But yeah, um, we went to how do we start the day? We went to Washington Square Park, which is apparently like a traditional thing to do. Like I would literally walked into the park and all I smelled was ganja. Like that's all you could smell, and it was so wonderful. And we just like chilled out. In the sun, there was people like, you know, it was just, it just felt like family. Like everybody around you just felt like they were, they were your friend, but they didn't know it. Yeah. Like, I literally, hi friends, like we're friends, but you don't know it yet. <laughs> um, you don't know it yet, but we're like best friends. But we're like all friends. And it was cool until like the cops rolled up and they rolled up at like 422. Like, <laughs> they no, planned that shit. It was so ridiculous. This guy was like, happy 420 and it was at 420 but I didn't realize the time and mm-hmm. like he was recording and everybody was like clapping and it was so great and I was just like wow everybody's just like in a really great mood and then three minutes later I'm like oh wait it was 420 o'clock seeing <laughs> Adam started dying they're like yeah I was like damn I'm never gonna be able to like rehab this moment <laughs> no no you're not <laughs> until next it year was, it was cool um, so it was cute, and then we went to this Indian restaurant that was so fucking cool. You walk in, and it's all, like, huge Christmas lights, like, all hanging mm-hmm. from the ceiling. And I had heard about it for a while, and it was, like, kind of, like, on my bucket list. So it was nice that it just ended up happening, like, unplanned. Yeah. But it's BYOB. It's called Prana 2. It's on, it's 93 First Avenue in New York. And I would definitely suggest people go there. It's just, like, a really cool atmosphere. And the food is delicious, Indian food, and cheap. Yeah. Um, there's like a store next door they can grab beer and wine and stuff. So it's it's perfect. It's definitely a, a I've nice. I've been like, dying to go there. So hopefully I get a city day in soon. Oh, I'm down whenever. Whenever. Indeed, food is so fucking good. Well, um, we're running out of time, so. <laughs> no, we'll make it work. We'll make it work. <laughs> we're gonna make it work. I feel like that's yeah. I feel like I'm feeling that way, and I've been kind of. Um, trying to cross off things off my bucket list and do things I haven't done in the city because mm-hmm. it's so it's crazy. You do kind of like get jaded after a while. You move to a place and it's like really exciting, but then you have to like start working and yeah. like, you have to think survival. So especially working in nightlife, like it takes a lot of energy out of you and like not to make excuses and stuff because you can still like go out and do shit, but like 
combination of weather and like low energy and like work constantly working like it just turned into not doing as much so yeah. I'm happy to start crossing things off the bucket list I have like more motivation to do more since we're leaving and it was funny because the other day a friend of my like I went to the botanical garden in Brooklyn for the first time mm-hmm. so beautiful and that night, one of my boys, he, he he's always, like, doing stuff in the city, and he's always, like, hitting me up for events, but it's usually, like, club functions, mm-hmm. and I'm like, eh, whatever, like, nah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. So he hit me up that day for this live jazz show at Small's Jazz Club, and... Oh, yeah, I've been there. Me and Lindsay used to go all the time. I think that's the same one. It's like you go, you walk downstairs. Yeah. It's so cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never been. I've never done live jazz, so I was like... Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I will go. And I had already a long day. Like, that was the same day I went to the garden. I met up with Lainey to go over selects from the coffee mm-hmm. table book, Cancer Survivor book, which are my amazing. Like, dude, they're going to be so fucking I'm excited. amazing. Um, and so, yeah, so I was just, like, having, like, a full day. But I was kind of in the in the mood that day that, like, whatever came my way, whatever opportunity came yeah. my way, I would just be like, you know, instead of trying to plan things, it's like, I feel like it's you. It's also like you get pulled in so many different directions where people are like, let's do this, let's do that, let's do this. And then you're like waiting on other people or trying to see what time works yeah. for them and like end up not doing things. So that day I was just like, whatever comes my way, I'm just going to be down for it. And so we went and it was so great to just be in a room with like live music mm-hmm. and really beautiful live music, mm-hmm. like not like bullshit, like, you know, sorry. But, like, not, like, the hip-hop you hear all the time. And then it was cool because there was, like, other artists in the room. Like, there was one guy that was just, like, there, like, just existing in the space and, like, painting. Mm-hmm. And drawing in his sketchbook. Oh, sweet. But just, it was just really cool to see that. Um, what else? Yeah, so those were, like, things checked off the bucket list. Like, chilling in Washington Square Park, Brooklyn Botanical, live jazz, went to the Indian restaurant. Um... Oh, Sunday also, I went to um, this party called Everyday People. Mm-hmm. You remember Rich? Oh, yeah. I always see his post about it. Yeah, so I finally went to that, um, and he was DJing, and he asked about you. He's like, is Patty here? I was like, no, Aww. not this. But we'll have to try to make one of their yeah. next ones. Once a month. So hopefully, like, next month we'll, like, make one. But it was dope. It's called Everyday People. They do day parties. This one was at, I don't know if they do it in the same place all the time, but this was at the DL, the Delancey Hotel. So I remember us talking about that for something else, and then we never went there. But, like, Vicky goes there all the time, too, I think. Yeah, it's a really cute spot. Yeah. And it was a beautiful day, but it the vibes were amazing. Mm-hmm. It was just beautiful urban people everywhere like beautiful I don't know how they consider everyday people because if I was around people that beautiful every day like my (laughs) life would be so fantastic but it was like really good looking stylish creative artsy looking people Mm -hmm. all the same I'm having a good time actually dancing Mm -hmm. people really dancing when you go to the club it's just a totally different vibe and I got such like a duality that day like being there day day partying and being able to have a conversation with people like I met this chick who was cool as fuck she's from Detroit and she's a caregiver mm-hmm. in Detroit has her license to be a caregiver and she grows marijuana for three different families whose kids have leukemia mm-hmm. or cancer oh awesome them with marijuana mm-hmm. um, so we talked briefly about that we exchange info and I really want to pick her brain about that a little more um because you know how I've been saying I'm like interested in getting into the medical marijuana world when we get to Cali and just but she was saying how fulfilling it is like to be able to do that like it takes a lot yeah. you have to like there all day with the plants like it's a full-time job she's like even now it wasn't really a vacation she was kind of commissioned to come out and do artwork for something mm-hmm. but I was like yo you're living life how you should be like yeah. you get to do you're a painter, you get to do your art, and then you get to do this thing during the day that's actually helping people. Yeah, it's amazing. But she did say it's a lot of work and it's a full-time job, but, I mean, it was dope. It was really cool to, like, talk to her and be in that atmosphere. But then later that night, I go to the club, and I'm high as fuck in the club, and I'm, like, sitting there, like, observing. Like, I just get into the those modes, and I was just, like, thinking, like, what the fuck you know like being in a party during the day where people are dancing having a time and then going to a place that's so kind of like 
about image Mm -hmm. and it's such like a smoke and mirrors type of yeah well I feel like it's there is a shift happening in terms of parties like daytime and nighttime like clubs and stuff I mean they have you have all these different types of people um like influencers and stuff that are blowing up that that's what they're trying to do is have like all these like bigger and better parties where it's not just about like sitting at a table and like having bottles come out with like firecrackers it's more just about like dancing and like having a good time and you know, just, like, chilling. Like, it doesn't have to be anything pretentious. So, I mean, obviously, the clubs are always going to be there. People are always going to want to spend money and always, like, you know. They're fun. Yeah. Wrong. Not something that, like, is for me all the time. Anymore. Yeah. Like, people through their phases, you know? And then, like, I think also working in it yeah. definitely causes a change of heart, too, because you see all of the, just more of the truth behind it, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um. But I won't. I won't reveal all the secrets, guys. You'll have to buy my book. But um, <laughs> for real. But um, but yeah. I don't know. I just think like you know, I'm getting older. We're getting older, and I I appreciate more quality over quantity. Yeah. And, and every I'd rather go and chill during the day with people and like be able to talk and enjoy like the sunshine and all of that than be somewhere dark at night. Yeah, I all love day drinking. I would day drink every day, but I think that's called an <laughs> alcoholic. So. <laughs> We're going to, like, Cali is just made for us. Like, I'm not even mad about But does Cali have day parties? I feel like they don't even have brunch like they do out here in the city. Like, I'm I'm a little bit concerned about that, like, side of Cali. Obviously, I'm not going out there just to party, but, like, I don't really know if they have that life. I mean, so then we create it, like... Yeah, no, of course, but I'm just saying, like, I just wonder, like, is that happening out there? Like, anybody in Cali listening to us, like, in LA area? Like, what? What? Yeah, what's the deal out there? What's that scene like? I hope this doesn't have meat in it. What do you think are the chances? Mm -hmm. I don't know, you're about to find out. (laughs) Yeah, that's meat. Nope. Sorry. Um... So, yeah, that was, like, my eventful week. Um, Dope. It was nice. I was productive. Like I said, you'd be really proud of me, and I'm trying to get... (laughs) Good. I am proud of you. Awesome. Well, you know, I have my little list also. Hopefully I get around to it. I am going to Montreal this weekend. I'm actually leaving in like an hour. And that's been on my list of just cities to visit for a while. I don't know why. I don't have a specific reason. There's nothing there specifically that like I want to get to, but I've always just wanted to visit Montreal. And um, I think more so since we got back from Europe and like I know that Montreal is more like French, like European feels. So I'm excited to to get a little bit of that again. And um, made it. It's gonna be really dope. Yeah, and and then Montreal is the dining capital of Canada. So God, is it really? Yeah. Let's go ham. I'm so excited to eat. (laughs) So yeah, Tony Fam sent me a bunch of places to go and check out and like the best pho places in the China, uh, Montreal's Chinatown and like all that stuff. So it should be super dope. Who, by the way, is probably going to be in Montreal while we're there on our road trip also. Who? Tony Pham. Is going to be in Montreal? I mean, in New Orleans, in New Orleans. For real? Yeah. Supposed oh, to, he's supposed to be, he's supposed to be going the 11th to the something. And I think we'll be there like around the 14th or whatever. So... Hopefully we cross paths. That'll be cool. It's always fun to have people in different cities. Yeah, definitely. Exciting. Yeah. Um, also, back to 420, speaking of 420, I was reading an article online right now about how people were in uproar over the filter. Yes. The uh, Bob Marley filter. Yes. Um, and I thought it was an interesting, actually, article, but, like, I actually didn't partake in it, in the filter. I thought it was a little weird myself. I was like, eh. I just thought it was a bad image, initially. Like, I just thought it was a bad image. Like, like not a bad look, like, image as in look, like, literally a bad quality image. (laughs) Yeah. I just, I I don't know, I wasn't feeling it. And then, like, reading this article... They were just kind of saying how it was insensitive and, which I, I don't know if it's insensitive, but I do agree that they're like kind of reducing him down to a stereotype. Like, why did you have to use Bob Marley on 420 as that filter? Like, was that necessary? Could, like, 
couldn't they have just created a filter that showed like looked like everyone had like a blunt in their mouth or a joint or a bowl like yeah. that would have been cool that would have been fun or like something that looked like it was smoking but I don't know like he's just he really is so much more than someone who's who smoked weed or wanted to legalize marijuana like he <laughs> like so- why does Where exactly, like, I just feel like a lot of people don't really know how, like, 420 even started. Like, how did that date even begin? Um, you know what, let me Google it real quick. I feel as though what I've seen is 420 was, like, a code or something. Yeah. Um, like, for when cops, like, like it was a code term, so, like, when, like, cops or something were coming that's what they would say. Mm-hmm. But, um, I guess that's a good question. Like, you should know the history of it. I just, like, celebrate. I'm like, okay, reason to smoke. I think you're right. And I think that my point saying that was that I feel like, yeah, yeah the, the, the problem with the Snapchat was, is, is why there's like so many levels to it, but initially why Bob Marley? Like, why does that have anything to do with him? And I feel like a lot of people felt sensitive towards that and like felt disrespected, you know, about that because Bob Marley was more than just a guy who smoked weed. And so like his legacy and his history and everything that he did, you know, for Jamaica and Rastafarians and like his whole movement in the music world is like being thrown out the window because people associate him with smoking weed and then they like think 420 but like Bob Marley has nothing to do with 420 so like why would you even use him on a snapchat filter right it's just annoying and then like it's crazy because I feel like this year more than ever 420 was so commercialized yeah well because it's now a business for the United States of America right they're starting to to start like like opening that up and implement that like even right now when I was like reading that article there was like four different other articles about how marijuana is great for beauty how marijuana is good for this like this is all shit we've already known yeah like and you guys are finally gonna make money off of it now you want to make it like culturally appropriate and make it like that like is so beneficial like fuck y'all um well yeah I was listening to the radio yesterday and I was listening to like hot 93.7 which is a station here in um Connecticut like the only hip-hop station and um they were like the the voice the DJ or whatever was like talking he was like oh you know happy 420 to all the smokers out there did it like on the radio and I remember thinking like I feel like I've never heard this happened before like on the radio so openly like yeah i mean maybe it has maybe we're just paying attention more now i don't think i don't i don't know i just remembered being really shocked like wait did he just like shout out all the smokers and like having the munchies and stuff and i just felt like that was so not how things have been done in the past which i'm not mad about it but i just i just remember being like Whoa. And then they were like um, premiering like a uh, Wiz Khalifa and whoever song, which obviously that goes hand in hand, too. But I just like I don't know. I just felt so surprised and like taken aback by it, which I'm not mad about. But I just it's true. Like they're just it's gonna it's a it's a business now. And it's now and now they they want to promote it. And, you know, uh, well, not they, but now they want to allow people to promote it like the government and stuff, because like they would never Right, it's not like a hush hush thing anymore that you have yeah. to be quiet about, and a lot of it is due to like a lot of celebrities who are beginning to create their own strands. Or Goldberg yeah. is now coming out with a line that's supposed to be for like um, women, like uh, wellness. Like I think they have a a product that you're supposed to like use when you have your period, and it's supposed to help with cramps. Do we talk about this recently? We might have. Yeah. But yeah, so a lot of it is owed to now these big names that are now like mm-hmm. of it. But like I said in the past, this is definitely the new wave. It's gonna definitely be a industry that's gonna be very female powered because um, naturally women are healers. Yeah. Um, marijuana for years has been used for that, and now it's great that people are starting to pay more attention and like finding ways to use it because like fuck fuck pharmaceutical companies fuck the western medicine like yes it's some of it is necessary but really all of it is just another creation of something that's in nature mm-hmm. that they can now pass. 
that they can like put a patent on and make money off of and it's all synthetic forms of what you can already find that's out there yeah well in in um in anticipation of earth day i guess you could say (laughs) tomorrow well technically um, today because they're hearing us Right, right, right. <laughs> Happy Earth Day. <laughs> yeah, this will be Earth Day. Happy Earth Day. It's just the week of green love. Like, yeah. It's cool. But it's, but the quote is like, nature, nature has all the resources that you need. Like, that's not the quote, but that's really what it means. <laughs> uh, <laughs> pretty much just a paraphrase. And yeah. It's true. Everything we need is in nature, and that it's just like becomes such a consumer-driven world that people have to find ways to make money off of it, and it's so sad. It's mm-hmm. so upsetting, like so much greed. Where like you could just really help people and not have to like make money off of it. <laughs> like let's just help people. Yeah, yep, it's true. But I mean, can't wait for us to have our cannabis businesses and all the fucking fabulous things that we're gonna be doing. Pe- Lindsay actually told me she had a dream. Um, her. Because I met her and Nalani and them for lunch before they went to the airport. Mm-hmm. And just so you guys all know, Nalani is um, another friend of ours. She has a business that she just started called Carmelo Manifestations. She's an awesome girl. And she, um, she it's a lot of healing crystals. I'm so sad to... I didn't get to see them. It's okay. We'll see them on the West Coast. Yeah. Um, she has, like, sage, um, you know, and, and just... and cleansing um so Lindsay was telling me she had a dream the other night that it was me her and Alani sitting down and she was like it was probably because we were at lunch and like Mm -hmm. you know we're all but we were all sitting down and we were someone this guy was talking to us and we were in like a building like an empty space and he was he handed over like official paperwork and we were like signing off paperwork for like a business nice and it's crazy because we've been talking about yeah. that on the center and the cannabis and like finding ways to have it be a healing thing but also a social thing and my speakeasy spa and like all these ideas which i can't believe i just threw that all out there for mm-hmm. you people to hear yeah you did <laughs> it's fine it's, fine. it's a, okay because it's gonna happen it's gonna be wonderful if yeah yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah, and you know, also speaking about like, you know, women empowerment and all that stuff, there was an amazing Vice, um, episode, um, their series on Viceland, um, called Weed a Kit. Right, I have to watch um, their, the whole series is amazing, but the most recent episode, well, it's probably not the most recent now, but one of the recent episodes was about, um, women in the weed, in the cannabis business. And, um, basically, um, I didn't get to watch the last like 20 minutes of it. I didn't get to watch the last 20 minutes of it, but, uh, it was basically talking about women and how the cannabis business, um, especially in California might be one of the first industries, um, really run and powered by women. Um, so they were interviewing and, um, just visiting a lot of farms and things that were run by women, um, and started up by women and only women work there. Um, and so they interviewed these two women. Um, they started their own farm up in the hills in California. And um, it's, they, you know, it's all run by women. They're the growers, the pickers, like, you know, everything. And um, they were just talking about how, like, you know, the cannabis plant is a female plant itself. And it's a healer. And, um, like, women just have more of, like, a, a gentler touch. And how... Um, they also believe that when people smoke, and especially when men smoke um, cannabis, it it feminizes them also. Like, it sensitizes them and, and feminizes them. So that's why, like, this industry is, like, the perfect thing for women to really come in and hone in on and, like, really make it something amazing. And that we have the power to do that, you know? We understand it. And, yeah, we were talking about that the other night. Like, we were, like, saying how, like, you know, guys don't get it. But they really don't. You know, it's not us being, like, whatever. Naturally, we women really hold, like, so much. Like, no, guys will never get it. Only women really do. Like, we have this intuitive nature about us. Yeah. We are definitely, are definitely way more intuitive. And we're more connected with, I think, 
energies around us Mm -hmm. and we understand it more. And there's definitely men who are, but these type of men mostly are artists, creatives, or who are, are, are sensitized, who are a little more in touch with that kind kind of, I don't want to call it their feminine side, but that, you know, more of, more of that openness and that emotional side of them. Um, we are softer beings, you know, we're not like hard, harder, like men, you know, like, yeah, it does. It just all does make sense naturally. Mm -hmm. And that's not to like bash men or anything, because there's definitely things from men that like, we will never understand or get. (laughs) You need, you need, you need both of those type of energies. But, um, yeah, and that was like another major key or point that, um, they were, they were trying to make is that, um, they're not trying to take anything away from men, um, in terms of like coming into the cannabis business and the medical marijuana and stuff like that, but just, just more of a balance and like more of, um, an equality. So, I mean, you know, if you want to call it feminism, if you want to call it gender equality, whatever it is, it's just really trying to, um, just balance out the world, you know? And that's what weed does for you when you smoke, you know? It balances you out. You know, if you're too hyper, it balances you out and, like, you know, evens you out. If you're Sometimes if you're, like, on the lower end, there's weed that can bring you back up and balance you out. Like, it's just all about finding that balance within the industry, within yourself, within the marijuana itself, you know? It's just amazing, bro. Like, this is the best thing that God gave us and we're not using it. Hello? Yeah. (laughs) Hello? But yeah, I'm happy we're moving. I'm happy we're, like, getting on it. And I think we, you know, I encourage people to learn more about it, educate themselves, especially women. And, like, back to the feminist thing. One of my old managers, actually, he asked me one night. I I don't know what I was talking about. He was like, I don't think I was talking about anything pertaining to it. He just came out of nowhere and was like, are you a feminist? And I was like, um... Well, I don't really like labels, but no, I wouldn't say I'm a feminist. I'd say if I'm going to call myself something, I'm an equalist. Like, it's not. Yeah. And people who don't. And I mean, really, when you think about the word feminist, there's, people have put such a like a, a bad stigma around it, too, mm-hmm. where they don't understand what it really means. Like, they think it's just like women who want like, I don't know, more rights for themselves. But it's really just about equality. It's about across the board like women still aren't making as much money as men Mm -hmm. women are earning the same thing and we've come a long way um but we have such a further way to go you know yeah like thinking about how we at one point women didn't have the right to vote yeah we have a female running for president yeah say that she's the right candidate but like it's amazing the evolution that we've gone through yeah and and it's happening i think more rapidly due to the internet and due to people being able to educate themselves and being more aware. And it's a beautiful thing to watch, but we do have more to do. Um, and it can be done faster if we can just all like get together and do it with one another, you know? Totally. I totally agree. Awesome. (laughs) Um, dude, Prince died. Oh my God. Yes. So it's right as we were about to press record, I get a text and find out that Prince has passed. Rest in peace to a legend. Um, I can't sit here and say that I was a fanatic of Prince or knew every single song or album that he's ever put out, but you, you can't deny, you know, just if you're into music in general, um, or into art in general, you can't deny, you know, the impact that he's had on, on the, you know, the musical world and, and culture and stuff like that. So years old, like that's scary. That's scary. 57 years old. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's so scary. My dad is like 58. Yeah. I mean, I just read, I just quickly flashed over this article before we started. And I guess a couple days before he had been sick. Uh, somebody said with the flu, but then he was at a concert the next day. So, I mean, we probably won't know what really happened until a couple days from now. So just unfortunate. Well, rest in peace, Prince. Yeah. And China. Shout out to Black China. Uh, not Black China. Regular China. Oh, my, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> not Black China. Black China, as far as I know, is alive and well. China from WWF. Oh, she's <laughs> 
been right. She is making her comeback. She is saying, <laughs> fuck y'all. Who did you think you were fucking with? And she's about to have the, like, it, like the, the heir of the Kardashian name. <laughs> that right there is the come up, man. Anyways... <laughs> Rest in peace to China, the wrestler who passed away at 45. I think she was just 45. But I think hers had something to do with drugs. I don't know if it was steroids or, like, actual drugs, drugs. Um, I haven't read up on her either, but she died, um, I think, I last know, night. Right, to interrupt you, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you're hitting. I'm not hitting anything. I keep hearing something. It's you. No, I'm not, I'm not touching anything. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so those are the two deaths for today. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, let's move on to something more uplifting and yeah. positive. Um, um, so we didn't really have a lot planted for today, but I just wanted to say... We're doing really great. Yeah, I just wanted to say that, um, <clears throat> you know, I hope everybody enjoyed the last episode when we did our interview with Underground New York City, um, yeah. which you could find his feed on Instagram. Uh, that's underground underscore NYC. He was really such a dope dude and um, really informative, and I like to think that you guys are enjoying the interviews that we do and the people that we choose to do them with. We've gotten a lot of positive feedback um, about the people that we've chosen and and how we've conducted our interviews, and um, that's all we really wanted to do is just bring people on that are, you know, influencing others and... um, just really taking that leap of faith like we've continuously talked about on this podcast and, you know, changing their lives for the better, even if it's in an unconventional way to, you know, what society deems as conventional, uh, whatever that may be. So, um, yeah, I hope that we've reached out to a couple other people. We'll see if we can get some more before we leave on our road trip. But, um, I also thought it would be cool to put it out there. If you guys, there's anybody you follow out there, that's a big influencer on social media or an artist or creative in any way, um, email us or tag us. Maybe we can get them on the show if you want to learn more about them and we can interview them because I like doing it. I mean, Part of my minor was journalism and communication, so I've always enjoyed doing that kind of stuff. What's that? You're really good at doing that. Thanks. I kind of let you go with the questions usually. That's because I don't like when people ask me things or, like, try to get information out of me, so, like, I'll just pull information out of you. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm like, every there was moments I would be, like, go to, like, ask something, and then you'd ask, and I'm like, you know, I'll just sit back and relax. <laughs> I get stuck sometimes, though. <laughs> you got to be ready I'll, with the backup. I'll from here. No, I don't mind it. Because I, really <laughs> I feel like I'm, I talk a lot more when we do these things. Like, yeah. Or, I don't know. Not on purpose, but I feel like that's what it ends up. Like, it's just like a comfort level. I feel like yeah. you are definitely, that is your strong suit, is like asking the questions. And yeah. like directing a conversation through interview process, which is good because we need that balance here. Yeah. So, yeah, so. And we are approaching the end of, you know, season one, guys. You know, once we leave for the road trip, we're not going to be podcasting, but we will be finding outlets to live stream so you can follow us and. Yeah. These conversations as they're happening in real time. Yeah, and be a part of the conversation as they're happening in real time, which will be really, really cool. (laughs) Um, so as we've mentioned before, we're still trying to figure out Periscope. Somebody has our fucking name. So I just, um, it's cool. Figure it out. But I, I brought that up because we don't, I'm not sure really how many more, um, guests we're going to be able to fit in before we leave. I would like to get at least one more. Mm hmm. But, you know, I would too. Yeah. So let us know. Um, what else were we talking about? We always get prepared to record and then we have all these conversations and then we don't save them to talk about on the podcast. Well, that's why once we start doing live, it'll be, it'll be so much better. Be like naturally us really getting like caught up and stuff. Yeah. So. And we're going to, I mean. At least they got to see a serious side of us because I'm sure when we're doing live, we're going to be like high most of the time. So yeah. Be on the road. 
That'll definitely, so, yeah, like being fucked up will definitely work better in a live streaming than it will in a podcast. <laughs> Nobody likes sure. to just hear audio of people fucked up. Like it's more fun yeah. to like watch them and like feel like you're a part of it. <laughs> um, I did want to say though, I pray for a day that a female can go. I, I have a dream. <laughs> what is One your day- dream? I have a dream that women everywhere will be able to go out to a club and not be physically approached by a man. What happened this time? I have a dream. <laughs> what happened? Um, no, if, if it's, I don't know if I just get more irritated for some reason or if it's just normal to feel this way across the board because... A couple occasions yesterday, actually, and it wasn't just men. Like, one, when we were walking on the street yesterday, a bunch of us, we had kind of stopped. Mm-hmm. And we were walking. And I guess, I mean, you know, it's New York City. It wasn't a, a busy street, so I didn't realize what coming people were coming from the other, other way. And I just felt someone literally, like, push me over. Like, this chick, like, moved me to the what? side and walking. <laughs> what? And I, and I was like, I didn't know if it was somebody we were with. And I look back and I see her like keep walking and everyone could see like I was so annoyed. <laughs> like, facial expression was just like, what the fuck? And they're like, what's wrong? And I was like, I just don't understand why you can't use your words. Use you know your I mean? words. Like, excuse me. Excuse me. Like, she didn't even try to say excuse me. I can understand if I didn't hear you. But like. I just don't think it's ever okay to just, like, touch somebody. Yeah, I mean, that's your personal space. Especially with my back towards you, like, I don't know. It just makes me uncomfortable. I don't like that. Yeah, I mean, it should. It's weird. Well, and that was a chick, so it's not just to dudes, you know? That just ends up being kind of what it is. But I, you know, anyway, so last night, we're out. We're at Marquee, and um, I was at the bar with my girl, and we had, you know, we got a drink and my sister and her girl were like dancing. So I go to walk towards my sister to go dance with her. And this guy sees me walking, grabs my hand. Oh, God. My th- All every time. Just why? And I'm like, um, no, thanks. Like, that's what I, I'm like. No, thanks. He grabs my hand again. He's like, do you want um, Oh, dance with me? Do you want to dance? And I was like, I told you, no, thank you to whatever it is that you had to ask me. I already <laughs> you. I put it out there like. We didn't even need to go this far. Like, wow. like no, thank you. I don't want selling. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why they always try to hold your hand. It's like... Maybe I, I just don't belong in the clubs anymore. Maybe. That's possible. That's a possibility. You know? You never know. But I don't know. I don't like that. I don't want to resort to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be a situation where guys can just say excuse me or talk to you or like not have to just grab you yeah it's just not, I don't like I mean well you know what the good thing is is that we can't say that there will be a different type of person out in California that wouldn't be that rude but since things are a lot slower down there and there's a lot more room on the sidewalks it probably won't happen as often <laughs> or even close to as often as it happens in new york city so you know that's definitely a positive to moving for sure i'm just ready for everything that cali has to offer me (laughs) um yeah you know in all shapes and sizes (laughs) oh my god okay do we want Um, to cover anything else today um, was there a, wasn't there a question? Yeah, we could do the question. Um. Sorry, guys, this is a little more of a casual episode. We've got a lot going on with the moving stuff. Yeah. And. Just life in general. Yeah. Um. Oh, wait, here it is. Do, do, do. Um, so I found this question, um, I thought it was a really good one, especially right now that we're like going through a lot of transitions and, um, just, we've had a lot of changes happening and just self-growing in general. Um, 
So the question is, what has surprised you the most about your li- your life or your life in general? Um, and I thought this was a really good question because of, you know, everything I just said. But um, I also have never really thought about it. Word. Um, which I, I like that as well. It's like off the, off the cuff, um, answering. So do you want to go first? No. Okay. (laughs) Go first. Okay. Um, so what has surprised me most about my life or life in general? Um, you know, I think I'd have to say, especially after my most recent experience, um, I was running around the other day uh, doing a lot of just planning and kind of like administrative work for the reform and some awesome shit that we have popping off next month. So stay tuned. It's really exciting. I just got my heart just jumped a little bit. Uh, (laughs) And it's on a full moon. Yes, it is on a full moon. So um, hopefully in the next week or so, follow our social media and we'll be announcing um, two events that we have coming up next month that are going to be super dope. But anyways, um, in the process of doing all that, I had to go meet with a lot of different people um, and in in a lot of different worlds. Um, And I just felt like everybody was so nice. And, like, so accommodating and so willing to help us out. Um, so as as the reform, there's a lot of things that we still have to um, get together and, like, on paper and legally and stuff like that. So when we go to these um, establishments to try to present ourselves and, you know, throw events and stuff, it gets a little bit difficult um, to really explain who we are and what we do. And, and especially they're mostly all like older generation. So it's kind of hard for them to just get it. Um, just if you, as you know, if we were just explaining it to our peers or something. Um, so yeah, I just felt like that triggered just my thought process of thinking, you know, there are actually really good people out there and that want to help you. And, um, will do the best they can to help you. They can't always help you even if they want to just because of legalities or, you know, rules or policies that people have in place. But I just, I guess like in life, especially um, life experiences that I've had, you know, going through cancer and being sick and um, now with our move and I just feel like people are are just starting to be a lot nicer in the world. And um, I don't know if they've always been like that or maybe we're just noticing more. Maybe I'm just noticing it more. But I really just appreciate somebody or a, or, or people that, that try to help you. And, and, and mm-hmm. when they don't even expect anything back, really. Um, so I guess that's been one of the most surprising things about my life personally. And I could, I could say that in general too, it's just the willingness that people have to help you out. Not even like financially or like, just like giving you advice or, you know, saying like, Oh, I know somebody who lives out there too. Like I'll give you their number. You can connect with them. And so you like, if you need to know anything about the city or the area or, um, you know, you're supposed to have this for your event, but that's our donation to you guys since you're doing something so nice for the community, whatever it is. Is. Like, I don't know. I just, I've, I've really realized that people, if you want to do something, you can, and there are people out there that will help you and support you. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and it also always comes down to actually asking for it. You know, some yeah. people are ask for the help because they feel like mm-hmm. whatever pride or whatever it may be. Um, but you can't like, yes, you might get a no for an answer, but like, you're never going to get an answer if you don't ask. Yeah, exactly. You know, and it's also like surrounding yourself with that energy. I feel like just being around people who are are so willing to do that is is a reflection of you. You mm-hmm. know, the more open you are, the more the more people are receptive of that. You know, and they mm-hmm. like they just it, it, it bounces back. It's like mm-hmm. a reflection. You know. Yeah. Um. Shit. Okay. What? <laughs> What's the question? What has surprised me about my life? Yeah, or like life in general. Life in general? Um, I don't know if I would say it's like surprising, but I, I guess that I, it's just not surprising, not shocking, but I guess... Refreshing? Refreshing, Yeah to 
just be able to look back on things that I've done and whatever and realize that like a lot of the things that have happened in my life are things that I I actually manifested mm-hmm. beautiful thing to realize now that I am getting more into that and like thinking about that and like learning more about that and having like a, a word to identify with or like whatever like things how they've turned out in your life um to just to just realize like how much power we hold to as people to create the realities that we want. Mm -hmm. And I guess in the same light of like how many people are kind of like waking up, like I think it's, it's beautiful to see like people around me. And I don't know if I notice it more because I'm becoming more that way or Mm -hmm. if it is a shift that's happening, whatever it is, I, I'm not going to question it. I think it's just great in all forms, but like there is a wave and there is a lot of people that are becoming more conscious and more mm-hmm. open and, um, receptive and, and awake. And I, th- I, I think it's beautiful. And I think it's really cool to see young people, creatives or whatever that are doing good things and making it cool to do those good things. Yeah, definitely. And it's making more people want to do it. So Um, I don't know if that really answers the question as far as like what's surprising in my life. I hate these. I'm always bad at this. Well, you didn't have to make it personal. You could just, you could do your life or life in general. I think that's, Yeah. you know, I, you know, I felt the same way too. Like there's definitely a shift happening in the world. Um, hopefully, you know there's a higher percentage that gets there faster rather than, or sooner rather than later. Cause there's a lot of changes that still need to happen in the world. But I've always said like there people who look at the glass, like half empty, there's no way that there's more bad in the world than good. Otherwise we would have been doomed. We'd be fucked. Yeah. We wouldn't, like there's more good in the world. For sure. It's not you're tottering on this balance beam mm-hmm. of like it's even and like oh my god if it tips a little bit like it can go one way or, no there's more good and the more you show it the mm-hmm. more you know more people see it the more they become it yeah so it's like you're shedding light on darkness like that's all you're gonna see shed light on more light like and it expands yeah and people will get more out of that but yeah, man, I guess the, the most, the surprising thing, the refreshing thing is just the manifestation. It's a powerful thing. Visualizing, putting things in your head, saying it, speaking it into existence, putting it out into the universe. It yeah. fucking works. It works. Like there was things that I, I didn't realize there were things that I wanted to accomplish in my life. Mm-hmm. Or like the other day when we were talking about checking things off the bucket list, he's like, um, Adam was like, oh, like, did you, you didn't even know it was on the list. I was like, everything's on the list. And new experiences yeah. or like, that's the point. And like another guy, my boy who invited me to the jazz thing, I, he knew the people performing. So we were talking. I was like, this is really great. Like, this is on my bucket list. I got to ch- check it off. And he was like, he laughed and he, he was like, yo, you sound like, like you're checking things off. Like you're going to die or something. And I was like, I could. Yeah. Like I could die tomorrow. Like that's what life should be about. It should be about living like nothing's promised like yeah. you don't know what's gonna happen and it, it shouldn't be shocking or weird that like people have a bucket list like yeah. for everyday life like just new experiences so yeah um it, I feel like we always come back to the same thing in these in these conversations but I think that it seems like from the feedback we've been getting people is like what inspires them the most and just like that encouragement to like really listen to yourself um and Actually, the other day I had a shoot with this with this guy who we connected through a a girl who we're Instagram friends. We've never met, but mm-hmm. like she hit me up. She's like, "Oh, I have a friend. He's trying to like you know shoot you know build his portfolio. Like if you would be interested." And usually I'm like, "Nah, I'm really selective." But we got together. We went to the Brooklyn Bridge, and we just like walked around. And he like shot like kind of candidly because mm-hmm. I don't. I don't posy but we had a really amazing conversation and this is someone that I never met um but just having that like that thread and again a nut from another person who I've never met but yeah. like you can tell from people's vibes like their personalities and stuff and to, we had really 
awesome conversations, like about life, Mm -hmm. like not your basic shit. And so I guess that's another thing that's surprised me is like, um, people are receptive. Like if you're transparent and you are just you, like, I feel like that's kind of our superpower is like being ourselves and like, we're open book in a sense. Like you get what you see. I've noticed so many people being more open and receptive to that and wanting to talk more and wanting to share more. And that is like, so it's beautiful to me because that's the point. That's like what I, what we wanted to accomplish from this is like inspiring people to be more open. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love the fact that, I mean, we don't have like millions or thousands or like crazy amount of followers on this, but the ones that we do have, I feel like are quality and we're getting the message across to them and they're getting what we're trying to do. So I, you know, always quality over quantity. And, um, I definitely appreciate that from, from this whole experience. For sure. So. Yeah. Life is beautiful. (laughs) Awesome. Well, I kind of would love to know, um, for anybody listening, maybe I need some more ideas for my bucket list. I mean, there's not that much time, but tweet us or comment, you know, on our Instagram at Bintrish at Rwanda. Let us know what are some of the top things on your bucket list. And, um, maybe it's stuff that we can add to ours. Maybe there's stuff that we didn't even know that we'd want to have on our bucket list. Um, so what's up? trapeze on the west side highway i've always wanted to do that there's always living social deals for that let's do that i want to do that go to central park and canoe like you said yeah i have Uh, to do that that's like my number one thing right now is to go canoeing in central park do it all doable yeah so okay awesome i'm not gonna say it this time because ron yells at me all the time We will not see you next week, guys. We will not. I'm sorry. But we'll talk to you, though. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in again. Any new followers, thanks for listening. And we will talk to you next week. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Hug a tree. Happy Earth Day. Happy Earth Day. (laughs)